0: Hi there, folks. Thanks for joining us for the Young UC podcast. My name is Tim, and it's great to have you with us. This podcast is for Sunday, March the 28th, 2021. That is um, Palm Sunday or Passion Sunday, uh, depending on... Well, some people celebrate it one way, some people celebrate it the other, some people uh, mark it as both. But it is a day when we move from... Hosannas to, to grief. This is when we start to get into the, the grieving period of, um, of Holy Week. Uh, a lot of people just want to move from the Hosannas of Palm Sunday right to the Alleluia's of, of Easter Sunday. But I think it's important that we, uh, you know, we, we spend a bit of time in that grieving space. So, with that in mind, our scripture reading is from Luke chapter nineteen, verses twenty-nine to forty-four. It's uh, Jesus' triumphant, uh, triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and um, and also his weeping over the city itself. So, I uh, I hope this podcast serves you. Uh, I hope you're you're doing okay. You're doing well, and as we go into this uh, difficult time, I hope. Um, Well, I hope that you can bring whatever you have into this this podcast and you can take whatever it offers for you. And we'll talk to you next week. Let's join our hearts together in prayer. Holy God, may the words from my mouth and the meditations in all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Luke's gospel offers us a bit of a different look at the entry into Jerusalem. And it's a bit of a unique look because it's missing or it's, it's pretty different from the other synoptic gospels from Matthew and Mark. First off, one of the big elements that we hold on this day is palms. Often when we think of this day, we think of the palms waving. I mean, that's the big liturgical action that we take in church. If you've worshipped with me before, you know I can't stand that. But you also know that it's probably a good thing to do, to push me out of my comfort zone. But there's no palms waving in Luke. In fact, we get a much more sedate version of the entry into Jerusalem from Luke. Another big difference is that it's just the disciples who are celebrating, who are proclaiming and making loud hosannas. No one else is. When we think of Palm Sunday and the entry into Jerusalem, we think of the whole city gathered around, a city that would eventually turn on Jesus. But at this point, nope. no, nope, they're all for him. They're all singing and praising and waving palms. But in Luke's gospel, it's just the disciples. There aren't any throngs of people shouting Hosanna. In fact, this seems to be Luke's way of saying that that there's a a failure to to recognize Jesus in Jerusalem. Sure, all the folks in Galilee, yeah, they they love Jesus. Sure, that that small backward town, they love Jesus. But what is Jerusalem? And so I think Luke is making this comment that Jerusalem, not Jews. But Jerusalem, it's failing to recognize the the holiness that's come among them. The disciples get it at this point. Now, they're going to forget it. But at this point, the disciples get it, and Jerusalem doesn't. That holiness, uh, an incarnate sacredness, is among them here. And so Jesus arrives on his, his colt, and he arrives with his disciples, and as he's coming with this small gathering, as he's coming up to the city, he sees it, and he begins to weep. And the other Gospels don't record this either. This is, this is Luke. Jesus begins to weep for Jerusalem. And I think it's because Jerusalem doesn't really recognize that incarnate holiness. That's among them. It doesn't really recognize that God is in the world. So we're getting a touch of where Luke sits in history here. As Jesus laments, as he weeps, he talks about the ramparts and and the destruction of Jerusalem. And this destruction plays out in the year 70 CE at, uh, you know, sort of the the height of the the war against the Romans. Um, The Jewish war, well, first Jewish war, one of the Jewish wars against the, the, the Romans. Uh, the city of Jerusalem is besieged, um, and, you know, a few months later, fi- five months later, I think, it's, uh, it's breached by the Romans. Uh, the temple is destroyed. You know, millions of people are, are, are killed. Fire everywhere. The, the, the city of Jerusalem is just brought, brought low. And while Luke wouldn't have witnessed this firsthand when he's writing his gospel, he, well, he would have known this happened. And so I think what Luke is doing here is he's equating the failure of, of Jerusalem to recognize um, the things that make for peace, as Jesus says. Uh, the failure of Jerusalem to recognize the things that make for peace, the failure of Jerusalem to recognize God's presence among them, um, that's what leads to their destruction. That's why the city of Jerusalem gets destroyed. And, and of course we need to, to name the history uh, that this idea uh, has, has led to in Christianity. I mean, it's, it's ideas like this and, and scripture passages like this which have led to a, a, a horrible stain of anti-Semitism on Christianity. So I, I don't want to forget that. I want to hold that. I want to name that. Um, but I think there's something else here, too. And there's a little bit of truth here that we can grab onto. And the truth is, that it's not just the people of Jerusalem who fail to recognize holiness among them, but all of us. We as a, a species are terrible at this. Terrible. We so often are willing to destroy and hurt and kill and bomb and burn and steal we're so often willing to deny food and rights And it's heartbreaking, because when we do that, we're failing to recognize that part of people that was made in God's image, that is inherently sacred. We fail to see the, the, the cost the wounds that we inflict on this world, this world where God has chosen to dwell. If there's one story out of the scripture, out of gospel, that that holds the idea of gospel, it's that God chose to dwell with the wounded, with the broken, with the cast-outs, with the forgotten. And so as the world gets more hurt, as violence is used for the sake of greed, for the sake of power, for the sake of wealth, it's a sign of how poor we are at recognizing God's holiness among us, God's sacredness, at, at, at recognizing the inherent goodness that dwells among us. And you can say this about humanity and all the innocence that is destroyed in violence, in wars. You can say this about the natural world as well. We're terrible, terrible at recognizing the sacred space, the sacredness of creation where God chose to dwell. And that's at the heart of Christianity, that God chose to dwell within this creation. All that we do to the earth, all the pollution that we uh, uh, throw out, all the, the garbage that we waste, all the, the excess that we indulge in at the cost of our planet, all the, the climate change that we cause, all of this, all the violence committed upon the natural world is a similar sign that we fail to recognize the sacredness of God in the world. And so, Jesus weeps. Because his heart breaks about it. Because he knows that all the violence that we commit, because he knows that all the the forgetting, the, the failure to recognize holiness and sacredness, and beauty and love in the world. That comes with a cost for all of us. And I think we're called to weep too. We're called to, to, to recognize those who, who pay the costs of war. Uh, pay the costs of poverty, of, of violence, of division pay the cost of of nationalism of racism of of sexism of you name it we're called to 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 recognize the, them as as human as knit together in in their mother's wombs as made in the image of god as whatever biblical language you want to use we're called to recognize the, the holiness and the sacredness of those who pay the cost. And we're called to weep. Weep for those that, that, that are being harmed or being ignored or, or those that we're turning our backs on. We're called to recognize the, the face of God woven into creation, to, to recognize as 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 John wrote, um, to recognize the one in whom all things come into being, in whom was life, to see the world as a commodity not as a place where God chose to dwell, not as a, 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 a place uh, where life exists, life that, that, that comes from God, that is inherently holy. We're called to recognize that and to weep at all the ways we sacrifice that sacredness. For the sake of our own indulgence, or ease, or power, or wealth. And so we weep. I'm not exactly sure why we weep. I don't know how weeping helps. But we must weep. I don't know, perhaps it, it stops our hearts from hardening. It stops us from, um, from being led by rage rather than love. Because it's easy to be led by rage rather than love. Maybe weeping stops that. Perhaps it stops us from engaging in those, uh, those destructive impulses that beset um, so many who claim to be be doing God's work. In this sense, it it almost maintains our humanity, a humanity grounded in love. Perhaps it it unites us. It, uh, It unites us with the incarnate holiness that we so often don't recognize. If we can weep over the, the plight of the refugee, if we can weep over the plight of, of children caught in in war, if we can weep over kids that are being separated from, from families, if we can if we can weep at um, at all the creatures that are losing their habitats, their homes trying to raise their their young without food, without uh, safety and security, if we can weep for that, then then maybe we, we join in that vulnerability and in that frailty. We, we become united with that, 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 that sacredness in those humans or those, those creatures or those beings. Or perhaps it's just holy to weep. As Fred Craddock puts it, it's just holy to have a voice of love and profound caring of vision of what could have been and of grief over its loss, of tough tough hope painfully releasing the object of its hope of personal responsibility and frustration, of sorrow and anger mixed, of accepted loss, but with energy enough to go on. Perhaps it's just holy to weep. And so we weep. Because we must. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Young UC Podcast. If you liked what you heard, you can go to youngunitedchurch.com. There you can connect with worship, hear past sermons and music, and learn a little bit more about who we are and some of the outreach that we do. All of our work in the world, from supporting outreach in Winnipeg to sponsoring refugees to creating content for listeners like you, is supported by donations. If you'd like to support us, please find us through Canada Helps or directly through our website. Thanks very much and have a good day.